0: two one what's going on everybody (laughs) sorry i tried to do an oprah (laughs) uh, no i thought it was was good i thought it
1: was good
0: all right (laughs) thanks for being supportive guys um so welcome to the last episode of we got us um the last episode before the election i should say and we're just gonna do a quick recap of the last presidential debate that we saw um on thursday the 22nd yes thank you so how y'all feeling what'd you think uh where we at one two three go
1: So that's where we're at because it's silent. Okay. I'm um, gonna <laughs> <Not> silence. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I thought they did, I thought the moderator did a lot better job this time, I have to say. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. feel like, one, I was like, are, were they in person? Because like, I didn't come on at the very beginning. Was it in person or were they on a, in separate places?
0: No, but it, was it looked in
1: like person. it was in person it was in that's person. what I thought but you know I was kind of like uh. anyway but yeah I think it, it was a better they did a better job about at least somewhat addressing the issues but like I think we just I don't know if we, I think if I was sort of an undecided voter I don't know if that would have been enough for me to like sway one way or the other right
0: I, you're not the only person to say that either I've heard that quite a bit to show what you think girl
2: you know there was still a lot of foolery you know I just there's certain like things I still can't get over.
0: It's okay girl Ben, so- this is your this is your time this is your time let it all out. Let it out
2: girl. When he said he has done more for the black community, I still can't get over that because the reason when um, Mr. Trump said this, I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" First of all, I laughed, but then I was like, "He really thinks that?" And I do black, re- you know, I do research on black health disparities, and I'm like, "If anything, he has done worse things to mental health, physical girl." So I was just mm, mm, that one. We need to circle back around to that. I want to hear what you think. Go ahead, Johnson. It's okay. it's okay.
1: Oh my bad, y'all. I was just gonna say that, Tishell. I just love how you call him Mr. Trump. Like that's, yeah. I just love that.
2: I was taught. I was taught respect. I know. Um, kind is definitely more respectful than I am when it comes to the um their this individual's title, but people earn respect. <laughs> and in the four years, that respect hasn't been earned for me yet. not yet.
0: That's fair.
2: <laughs> that's that's a fair
0: assessment. <laughs> um, so my thoughts on it were, I think that if you were an avid Trump supporter, that you walked away from that debate feeling awesome because I think from, from an unbiased perspective, right. Or as unbiased as I could possibly be, I feel like he really did do well in that debate. I felt like some of the issues that he wanted to address, he reiterated whether or not you felt like there was a cohesive plan in play. You felt that the way that he was speaking, which was, is, is probably similar to a lot of the rhetoric that he was using for you to vote for him in the first place. So I felt if you were a Trump supporter, you felt awesome about it. I think if you were a Biden supporter, you also felt great about it because I think that Joe Biden also did very well in being able to lay out a lot of his views. I think that this was a debate that we should have had in the first place anyway, uh, because it, it was a debate on the issues, in letting us know where each of them stood, and laying out as much of a plan as they possibly could, right? And in kind of just addressing where we were as a country. So I was happy to see the debate, and I do agree with Jasmine. I think the moderator did very well. She was like, "No, nah, we're not fin to overtalk anybody. Shut it down. We're moving on." And I, I felt like that was great because I think as a moderator, it is your job to um, control the situation. So I think that they did great. I think there were two moments for me, though. There there were several moments throughout. Like, one of my first big moments was kind of going back to what T'Chel was mentioning, when he was like, no other president except for maybe Abraham Lincoln has done for what the Black community, like, as good for the black community as i have but i think like we can all say now as as minor novice historians that abraham lincoln didn't have the black people's interests at heart it was an economic issue the same with kennedy hearing the civil rights issue and ultimately lyndon b johnson signing in the civil rights issues like those are those were economic or fiscally responsible for you to do for the country right so like if you're doing anything for black people it's not because it's from the kindness of your heart it's because financially that's probably in your best interest but what y'all think that could just be me reaching i don't know
2: you so right about that i was laughing because um Y'all probably know that's my dad's name. He changed his name, last name to Lincoln when he came to the U.S. But of course, history is history is whitewashed, yeah. you all. And you know what I mean. So he is a hero to so many people. But I was like, read a book, and I felt bad. So I was, you know, I tried. My takeaway was, my dad. He, he he talked about you. Congratulations. He was just laughing, but on the real note, the point you made are true. What do you think, Dad? Mm-hmm. I can't. Po-
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I think the points that you made are true for sure. Um, I just def-
0: she'll be back momentarily with her commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but were you going to say something? Yeah, go ahead and finish your thoughts, Jasmine. Nope, girl. Okay. We're going to give her a moment.
2: Speechless. Speechless. That's all we can say, <laughs> right? I don't know. You know, I'll be honest with you. After watching it, and I, I had my laughs I had my, my shaking of the head I loved that you know Vice President Biden said malarkey that always cracks me up I don't know yeah. why Right. gets me every time <laughs> but I, I was I don't know I'm feeling discouraged girl I don't know if you have you want to add to it and maybe it's just it's just this year I don't know
0: um No, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's just this year. But I think that. I don't don't know. I I just feel like, girl. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Go ahead, Jasmine.
1: Okay, I'm back, y'all. Can you hear me now? Yay! So you know. Sorry about the technical difficulties, you know. Working from home is a challenge, guys, okay? However, I do agree with everything that Tichelle and Shekinah have said. I do think one thing that kind of disturbs me the most, I think, after this that I heard from a lot of people, well, maybe not a lot of people, but that I've been hearing is this idea from other folks of color who want to like who agree with what President Trump has said as far as like yeah he has done a lot for us um as people of color and like Obama didn't really do a whole lot for us and I was kind of just like like that whole comment to me is a little weird right because I'm kind of just like didn't President Obama kind of open up the lane for us to even be okay in that space just by him like being president? I don't know you know you know and so that that like comment after the debate is something I've been hearing a lot but I think even so like as we're moving into the final leg of this like the final week just so many crazy things have been coming out just about like various celebrities who are people of color who are like oh I support Trump all of a sudden and it's like just coming out of the woodwork like all of these crazy things and I just hate it because it's like people are like well maybe now I'm gonna vote for Kanye and I'm like hold on hold
0: on hold on wait
2: not throw away
0: your vote okay so this, this brings up a good little segue right because after the debate I so sometimes I watch like c-span sometimes i watch fox sometimes i watch cnn right so on this particular debate i was watching cnn and van jones did get on there and he was like i think that like president trump has done a lot for black people in terms of like legislative policy whereas he felt president obama has done more for black people in terms of administrative policies such as like different programs or different things that he put in place right President Trump has given a lot of money to HBCUs, which upon first glance would appear as though it's benefiting the Black community. However, with a deeper dive, we now know that our historically Black colleges and universities are um, becoming more gentrified because it's easier for you to now be the minority as a Caucasian person attending a historically Black university and get a scholarship to attend than it is you know, being a Black person going to a historically Black university. And we also know, I just feel like in saying that, you're probably giving more money to Howard University, Hampton University. You're not giving to Mississippi Valley State to Grambling University, to Meharry Medical College right up the street, or Fisk University. Like, I know you're not, because I'm looking at the school, bruh. <laughs> you're, you're not giving your money there. So I just feel like that's a very misleading statement, first of all. But then to the point that Jasmine made about celebrities endorsing him. So we all, unless you're living under a rock, you all know that Ice Cube went and had a discussion um, with Republicans about a potential Black agenda. And some people are infuriated by this. They're like, How could you, you Uncle Tom? Although we now know Uncle Tom was not the villain in that story. So we're going to say Stephen from Django for um, appropriate reference, or Uncle Ruckus for also appropriate reference. How could you, you Uncle Ruckus? <laughs> like, you you've let us all down cube you were part of nwa and then 50 cent which like 50 cent has said a lot of problematic stuff to black women period so i kind of just discredited him a long time ago personal opinion um but what do y'all think about this though like were you not here for cube doing it
2: or i was still sad to see his name in the in the mix Oh okay. no! Like, come okay.
1: on. I just feel like it's a
2: little. And like, what is it for? Like, what is their agenda? You know what I mean? Is it really for us? Is it really for them? Like, to feel safe in this white country? Mm-hmm. What is it for? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's so mixed because you read so many different right. things. But I was kind of sad when I saw okay. that name in particular. Fifty, I'm like.
0: I mean, we all expected similar. it from
2: Fifty Cent, though. Like. All right.
0: Well,
1: I just feel like with Cube, I'm just kind of like, it's poor timing, right? Like, why now? Like, why? It just is, it just is just so many, like, red flags. I feel like it's a little misleading, right? Like, nobody was there, right? Like, we don't know what really happened in the conversation. We don't know if like people are saying oh he reached out to the democrats and they never reached back blah 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 we don't really know if all of this is like true or not but i just feel like it's just bad timing but i do honestly feel like and granted i don't know ice cube but i feel like he didn't have ill intent intent but as we all know media can blow things up and out of proportion and make them appear to be something that they're not And so I would like to have faith in Ice Cube and and say on his behalf that he was maybe a little misled or it was reported wrongly. But I do feel like Mm -hmm. even even so, he should have been a little bit smarter about it and know that we are in such a delicate moment in the election that his action of doing that could... Be detrimental to the black just the black vote in general right because he is yeah. respected so uh, i don't know and 50 cent we're not even talking about that because you know i just
0: can't
2: right and on, the, and on the kanye tip i know like my sister who's you know of course younger than me still so old but anyway you know she's like people will probably vote for him just because it's funny and i said i really hope not i hope people don't Don't do it just because it's funny or because his name is on there. I hope they use their vote wisely. And on the, you know, I think with the whole thing with Ice Cube, I don't think it swayed a lot of black voters. If anything, we have like a little less, like we question him more because it didn't change Mm -hmm. my mind in any way. It It made me more like,
0: what are you doing
2: him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, sure. like, oh, I keep like I just keep talking to them. I'm, I'm. I might change my mind. No.
0: Okay. And see, like I, <laughs> I didn't like. So I, I heard about it through following some of my Instagram pages, such as like the Shade Room and and other places. I love the Shade Room, by the way. But I, I when I first heard about it. Y'all know I always kind of take it like a neutral standpoint until I figure out all the facts. So my standpoint on it was neutral because I remember him having a conversation like a few months back when George Floyd popped off and he was like, why are we not holding these politicians accountable to come up with a black agenda? We need a black agenda because we control the majority of the consumer spending power here we're like 13% of the population, Mm -hmm. but we make up a large portion of the prison industrial complex and all these things. And, you know, black women specifically tend to hold a lot of weight when it comes to voting power. And so he was like, we need a black agenda and not since the sixties or seventies have we tried to hold our government officials accountable for one. Okay. He said that back in May, didn't nobody come up with nothing. So the way I saw it was like, okay, well, if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. So he did it himself. And if he gave it to both parties and then one party was like, okay, well, I'm willing to hear you more than likely because it was like a a media spin, right? But if you have one party that's willing to hear you, then like, yeah, I'm going to listen to you. Because the thing is, is Ice Cube is very well off. Like he's still living off of Friday royalties after they did the nwa reboot this man is living off of nwa 90 89 90 royalties you know what i mean like he's good <laughs> he's he's not gonna be affected in the same way that like any of us would so the way i thought was like okay well you're trying to give back to the people the same way that we saw nipsey hustle trying to give back to his community and get people to be more involved economically and and politically and whatnot so i was proud of them i was like go ahead q because i wasn't gonna do it you did it why like why am i mad you know but i also felt like i don't think either party period this is my opinion i don't really think they have our best interest i think that if we were to get together collectively and do things more on a state level of like senators and legislators kind of like I've been preaching throughout this whole podcast series. I think that then we would be able to control some things. But as far as a presidential candidate, I don't even know. And to your point, even about Kanye being on the ballot, right? Last election, Hillary Clinton should have been president based off of the popular vote alone, because that's considered the voice of the people. And then that got undermined by the Electoral College. Now, there was an article that talked a little bit about the Electoral College and why they're recreated. And it, it dealt with, of course, like pre-slavery times and how much land you owned and how much representation you could be allotted. But nobody ever explains like who the Electoral College is and how they're chosen. So it's like the Illuminati, right? This like made up <laughs> group of people that get all this like say so in an election that nobody ever knows who they are and ultimately when it comes to our presidential candidate like they're the ones making the decision you know and and for me whether you vote for kanye or not like whether you vote for kanye they're making the decision or whether you decide to vote for president trump or whether you decide to vote for vice president biden like they're getting the final say so and to me that's just a very scary thought personally um but I also think that 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 just should reinforce how important it is to vote in state and local elections because those are the ones that are ultimately going to have the most direct impact on us Mm -hmm. and our community that was a long rant I apologize Thought.
2: It was a good rant. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with like, Kanye being on the ballot, like, honestly, I got my ballot, what was that, like, the 13th or something like that, a few days after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And, I, you know, as soon as I got it, I was so excited. I, like, tear a little envelope open. I look at, see who's all on the ballot for all of the things. Because, as you all know, we are... And like Mr. Kinda of graciously just said, we're voting on a lot of other things other than just the presidential election right now. So, like I know for Salt Lake City, like we're voting on, I believe like a, a congressman, um, like various judges and things like that. So, and um, various like amendments and things like that, that that will affect different laws and stuff like that in our in our community. So, anyway, so I was super excited. I look at the presidential candidates and I was like come here because you know he wasn't very put together which you know I will say this for somebody who said like has been saying for the last since the last election I'm gonna run in 2020 I'm gonna run in 2020 I was like bruh you seriously could have like been a little bit more put together but I was a little taken aback like seeing him on there because it almost feels just like like a joke right in you know what I mean? Like, when people put, like, Mickey Mouse because they, like, can't make a decision. And so, it just, like, it's so unreal to me. Like, my mind is, was, like, spinning when I saw it because I was just, like, why? Like, what? Like, wh- is this real? Like, we need to document this. Like,
0: like, honestly, even even in spite of everything I just got through saying in that rant, like, to have your name on that ballot is such a waste of, like, Mm space and black and white ink like this is serious this is not for you to promote an album or for y'all to promote the last season of keeping up with the kardashians or or like anything else like this is and and it's not like he does need to be put together and even like how we've talked about mental health issues you know in the past mental health is a very serious thing it is likely that you know within our lifetime we have had a president with mental health concerns, or we will have a president with mental health um illnesses or concerns, which is fine if they're in check, bro. Like you every other day, you're like on a whole other thing. Like I can't even piece together your thought process, which is a little bit like what we have now, you know, if we're being honest, but but the point is, is like, why 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 did you do it? Like i don't because he can right because he's but got the he funds been like ben carson. like i would have given you over the hud right like housing and urban development like i would have given you hud but you gonna try and be a whole president like oh, like Lord, ben carson you shouldn't ben should have been ben should have been our like our what is it our gen position general What's the it's like attorney general, right? But like mm-hmm. but for doctor Surgeon General. Yes. Ben should have been our surgeon general, cause his hands work miracle. This man can do whatever as far as like he's a cardiothoracic surgeon, I think, right? He's awesome at it. That's your lane, Ben. You haven't you haven't lived in the hood since you got out of it. Like, you shouldn't even be over You definitely shouldn't have ran for president. I just think we all need to stay. We need to know our limits, you know? Like, everybody wants a participation trophy, but sometimes you gotta have somebody let you know, like, your participation wasn't helpful.
1: I just will be mm-hmm. really excited Like I'm really interested to see the numbers, like when the when they come out, just to see how many people really voted for him. And I just feel like you're throwing away your vote. In my personal opinion, because what they're saying is true. Like we're voting for our lives, like this year more than ever, we are voting for our lives, for our right to exist. We're 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 voting as Miss Kamala Harris so eloquently went. If you can get you, her name right, Kamala. Oh, sorry, this. Kamala. Harris. Right? As she said in her debate, like if you're on your parents' insurance, they're coming for you. Like they are coming for <laughs> us. And I just I just said Let
0: I'm me kidding. just let y'all know the way they came for me when I was off my parents' insurance, <laughs> it's hard out here, bruh. It's hard out here in these <laughs>
2: streets, girl. I'm trying to
1: tell
0: you. I know. Listen, you over you overhear like one is the loneliest number that they're at. No? But that's what it is when you get kicked off. I'm just saying
1: like for real you like it, it just is like we are voting for our lives this this time around and I just think you need to take your voting power seriously. And like if Kanye West all in all really does like value what you value and you align with him and you feel like he's got some really great plan for the country. I don't, you know, if you, if you find that, please send it our way. Cause I would love to see what his um, plan is, but I'm just saying, if you really feel that way, then more power to you, I guess, but like, please do your research out, out there. Like if you mm-hmm. don't take anything away from any of our podcasts, I think making an educated decision about everything that you're voting on is the most important thing because at the end of the day you have to be able to um defend you your decision your yeah like right. you have to be able to defend your decision and i have a lot of people who i knew um when we first when we voted back four years ago um and people who were like yeah i voted for trump and in his first 90 days all the like crap he was pulling with like oh we're gonna dismantle obamacare or we're gonna do this so and it was like immediately right and i was Mm -hmm. just asking people who i knew had voted for him like how how do you feel like about that you uh, like elected this person and now they're doing all these really horrific things to marginalized communities like how do how does that make you feel do you feel responsible like i would be really interested to know and a lot of them were like well no and i was like but what's that in the plan like did is that like if you openly knew that like uh, is that i don't know i just want to i just want to understand that more how do you feel that time around versus now seeing all of the things you know- you've done
2: and then one thing I wanna add thinking about like just being careful with your vote and being strategic is looking at it carefully because there's a Joe Jorgensen on there, right? Right. And um, if you're just passively filling it out and say you and say your preference is to vote for, you know, Joe Biden. If you're just passively filling it out and you don't know his name is Joseph, you might even just like quickly just fill in the first J O U C and it's not him. Right. Yes,
1: right. facts. Because I definitely, when I first got mine, I was like, "They're not on here. Where, where are they?" I didn't see it. <laughs> so yes, definitely. Michelle's very right. Make sure you read it carefully when you're filling in the little bubble. Oh, and please make sure you're putting your ballot if you're ter- doing early voting in the right ballot box because. People are out here really trying to make sure that their vote, people's votes don't get counted. So please make mm. sure you're going to your official ballot box. And if you don't know what they mm. look like, please look it up on your state website. It's usually like vote. for Utah, it's vote.utah.org, I believe. Please make sure you you make sure it's official
0: because right.
1: they are they out here for everybody.
0: They come in for everybody. They are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I agree with all of all of what was said. Um, and I, I just want to add, I think too, you know, for a lot of the people, I believe that have voted for um, Donald Trump the first time around, or even this time around, right? I, again, in my trying to be Switzerland stance, I think that. A lot of a lot of them probably i know specifically there were a lot of middle class or or lower middle class or lower class um white people that voted for him because they felt like their rights were being infringed upon by a lot of people of color or as though they were going to lose something by our advancement of something and i i mean if you're gonna vote for him like the 28 percent of people that just feel strongly about the trump pence ticket regardless like they're gonna do what they do regardless of whatever this podcast says but i think that the fear-mongering that has taken place and that continues to take place is something that like i've never seen before and i think that it's something that is um very frightening for a lot of people i know that even amongst like the african-american community specifically like people have incurred people on like larger platforms have encouraged their followers like oh get out and buy a gun permit because they coming for us at voting day or if this doesn't turn out the way they think it is this is going to happen and and i think that there's such like an alarmist approach to it and the one thing not to say that that we should overlook a lot of those like potential domestic terrorist threats that have have been put out against the black community. But I, I think more than anything is that what I love most about being black is like our level of resilience, right? And I think that this next four years, although it may be rough for some, won't be the end of us, right? Because I think that as a people, we're extremely resilient and we'll find a way to make a way out of no way because Mm. that's what we've been given from the beginning and that's what we've been able to, to create till this day that people love so much that they want to appropriate, right? Or destroy. But to say that too... I also know there's a lot of people like me that are just tired of being resilient. Like I'm tired of having to make lemons out of lemonade. Like I just want regular fruit punch Kool-Aid. I don't want to make lemons anymore, you know? (laughs) And so I think that that also comes, right. So I think that also comes with being proactive in, in every level of government. And so I would challenge the younger people or the older people because they're still, quite a few, like, baby boomers, 40-somethings, 50-somethings, putting in work, like, y'all need to start being local council members and and becoming more involved. Start looking at your school's government, because I know one thing that happened for me when I was involved in my school's government is I realized just how much money they had that we were not having access to. That's a huge problem, is access for a lot of people, so I just challenge everybody, and, in any place and space that you're in whether you're just working or or whatever your deal is be involved and try to take an active role in that because yeah we'll be okay but we can always be better
1: you know Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with that and to add on to what she was saying you know it doesn't just start stop at like your local city councils like there are commissions and boards who get to decide how much money gets put into your various communities um, and how um, like development happens right like I think in Salt Lake City we're seeing just such an increase in low-income housing on the west side of Salt Lake at, at enormous rates than before because there are these things called tax credits that developers get and they are in this for the money. They don't really care about the neighborhood that they're putting these things in and how it's going to affect them. But there are boards and commissions for zoning, for um, development that these developers have to go through. And it's important that we get people not only, and I'm not just saying like, it has to be a person of color. I just think somebody who understands that community that they're representing, and is willing to have yeah. a voice because there, every every district gets a seat for those various commissions and boards and things that make these major decisions. Now, do those people who represent the various communities that are being affected the most by these things always show up? Not always. Um, do they sometimes leave those spots vacant for, for months and don't really um, openly seek out people to fill those seats? Probably not. So it is definitely on us as community members to take that active initiative role, and we have to stop being like, "Well, somebody else is going to do it." Um, if you feel passionate about these things, I would highly, highly encourage you to go online to contact your city and just to see like what commissions, what commissions and boards have vacancies on them, and start. Just getting in there. You have four years once you do receive a spot on one of those commissions to really to make an impact before you have to, before your
2: term is up. So um, mm-hmm. just take those active roles. And I challenge you to, I guess my challenge would be thinking about, you know, how you guys have your like call to action. Mine would be bring someone with you along the way. So like my, my, very close friend, maybe my relative. Uh, They have not voted yet before. And this is the first year they're voting and they have watched the debates with me. And now they're like really engaged and excited. So if you're passionate and you have something, and there's something you believe in, encourage those around you who you really care about to be informed and to get out and vote. And it's not too late. You can go to your county clerk and vote and get registered or you can go vote same day um there's locations that are online make sure you're going to a safe and appropriate location but it's not too late to vote it's not too late to do the research on who you want to vote for and take someone with you you know if you know someone who's interested in voting maybe they can't get to the polls wear your masks and take them you know Mm -hmm. there and and encourage others too because collectively we're stronger than if it's just you know our individual selves out there voting
0: yeah definitely make a plan bring a friend there you go slight segue to I just want to point out that on the Utah ballot we're also voting for like the abolishment of the term slavery in one of our policies which was brought up by representative Sandra Hollins who's my Sarah slight Mm -hmm. plug Um, but make sure that y'all are reading the changes in those amendments though because a lot of people will be like oh no everything sounds fine keep 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 don't 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 do that know what you're but know what you
2: i know what i but the way i on that same note very very important it's confusing the way they did it and i think they did it on purpose oh yeah dad had to read it 10 times and he still wasn't sure what he was voting for yes or no right it's phrased really weird right
1: same and, with the and that's second probably
2: one. very interesting
1: same with the one yeah. about the tax credit because there you really some of this stuff it's so frustrating right because i feel like they always put these things on there assuming people just like understand tax, tax credits that's that's not necessarily true Mm-mm. And just, remember, and it's like the last thing on the ballot. So after you've gone through your filling in your bubble fatigue, then you're gonna make this really this big decision on how tax credits, how how funding is distributed to schools, and what they're trying to do. Right? Is they're trying to just make this big pot of money that's been distributed to like people with disabilities or things like that or not necessarily people with disabilities, but um, institutions that may like help with things like that and various other things. However, it'd be pulling away from the funding that Title One schools receive. So not saying that those other places shouldn't receive funding, just the pot is already small for school and our teachers are already overworked and underpaid and right they have plenty of money don't let them make you think that we don't have money we all pay our taxes and that stuff gets taken out every time i get gas okay it's very expensive so Listen. don't let them think that we don't have money for everything else but don't also let them already deplete the already small budget that goes to school
2: right right
0: <clears throat> that's facts so, make sure, as we've been saying throughout this whole thing, make sure you actually know what you're voting for. You know, make sure you're making an educated decision. Yeah, but you know, so.
1: Some people might feel okay.
0: Um, also, th- this will be the last thing because I know we got to sign off for tonight. Um, Amy Coney Barrett got confirmed to Supreme Court. And, um, if y'all know, this is also something I've been, like, super passionate about from the beginning. And I'm very, um, perturbed that she is because Sis didn't answer... Karen answered not a single question, bruh. Like, wow. I've never... I've The only thing that I know she's passionate about is gun rights. That's it. She didn't answer nobody else's question. Not about roe versus wade not about education and brown v board of education um all we know for sure is that she doesn't feel that those with mental illnesses should have access to to guns which i mean that that seemed like a pretty safe common sense sort of sort of decision anyway so there's that and that was confirmed With a, I believe it was a 52 to 48 vote today. So she'll be sworn in, like, tomorrow. And just to reiterate, this is a lifetime appointment. So she's, she's not leaving until she decides she quits or until she dies. And the Supreme Court makes all these decisions, such as Obamacare, um... The decisions with our immigration that we're currently going through. The decisions with like police brutality. The decisions with our health care. Like not aside from Obamacare, like other health care. And uh it's not looking good, guys. It's
2: not looking good. Well <laughs> I just the decisions. The the decision is symbolic of this year, girl. It is symbolic of this year. Back. Yeah.
0: But it's like, I mean, it it would be okay if it was symbolic of this year, but it's like so permanent, though. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, you're right. Go ahead, Jasmine. Sorry.
1: Oh, no. I I didn't have nothing. I was just gonna be like, you know, yes
0: moment of silence well, um, let us all please let us all cause let us pray let's take Jesus in in Jesus name amen.
1: I mean I'm God. just excited I one thing I would be really interested to see if Biden is elected if this federal mask mandate really happens though and like how the states are going to react because, as you know, in Utah, just just you know, we are number seventeen in the nation. We're not dealing with COVID, <laughs> and our Utah County fellows—they decided about a week ago now that they were going to repeal the mask mandate because because they just like being sick over
2: there, I guess. Which, like, is inconvenient. <laughs> Right. But, but like,
0: how, Slay? How is it inconvenient though? Most of y'all don't even wear them or go anywhere anyway. So you're wearing it for like 30 seconds or 30 minutes when you go in a grocery store. Like, how is that upsetting you? And people thought it would be the kids, right? Everyone, I remember everyone was like, the kids aren't going to be able to do it. The babies aren't going to stick with it. My nephew that is seven, four, and, and two Wear their mask and they don't say nothing. So, this is not a baby's issue. This is grown adults not understanding how to follow direction.
1: Well, and I is think that this also me? goes right into the fact that how we always talk about how racism is a learned behavior. I see this constantly with the mask. Like, it's a perfect example of like parents teaching your kids poor habits, right? Because I was yeah. in Barnes and Noble the other day, and the the man in front of me had his little mask on, but his little little son in front of us with him, you know, just walking around willy nilly touching everything. He was touching everything. He wasn't wearing a mask though, and I was just like, oh, but why? It's easy. Like you he he was holding the small child's mask in his hand, but like wasn't. Making his kid wear it, I just didn't understand that.
2: Yeah. Well, it has a lot to do with the individualistic nature of Americans. Like, yeah, that's a yeah. Mean, we could, mm-hmm. that, that could be, you know, all of us in one way or another have deal with health, and so maybe, you know, one of these next ones we can talk about health here in the United States versus other places, but people care about their personal freedoms and their own comfort more than the well- health and well-being of people around them it's we need to, that here
0: we we need to talk about health one of these days yes mm-hmm. we need to take a, a segment to talk about it. but it so right as he said that right like during the debate right as he was like oh we're dealing with it or we're learning to live with it but it's like you say that in Tennessee, like Tennessee didn't just get a grip of hot spots to where the governor was like, "Yeah, we got to reinstate masks policies." And then I have people come to me and they're like, "Oh, I hate these things. Oh, how often you have to wear them? Just in here, like just in the plasma center for this hour, oh, okay? But I gotta do it all day, and you don't see me. Like, just wear the mask, dude. Like, I don't, I don't understand." I just I don't understand. So the quote by Joe Biden in terms of like they're learning to die with it or we're being okay with them dying with it was like a highlight of the debate. But then he followed it up with teachers. Not that many of you are gonna die. And then and then I didn't understand what we were going. I got lost. <laughs> but in the words of Jasmine, I die. I So, ladies, let me ask you, um, Tasha, why do you vote, sis? Why not? You
2: know, why don't, you know, why not vote? I vote because my job and the funding for the, the sort of research I do depends on it. Here we go.
0: Grants. Fun the world. Woo-woo. You know it. Jasmine, why do you vote, girl?
1: I vote because there are millions. That, that might be a slight exaggeration. But there are a lot of people that cannot. So I vote for those who can't.
2: Yes, this kind of
0: why do you vote I vote in the hope that one day we can have a president that will accurately answer the question of why African Americans have to give their kids the talk their black children the talk in hopes that one day we can have a president that can do that right Um, and I vote because I can That sounds very um, privileged and elitist, but because I can. Um, So, yeah, we hope that you have learned something from these past few podcasts that we have dropped on y'all. We hope that if nothing else, you get out to vote Um, And if you guys have any questions or anything that you would like us to cover that we haven't already covered, please reach out to us on our Facebook page, Um, We Got Us, or our individual Facebook pages, and we're going to be in touch after the election to either celebrate or have some drinks. But either way, there's going to be some drinks had.
2: Back. already
0: know there may be some tears too but you know but, it's a matter of happy tears or sad tears, be but tears.
2: <laughs>
0: the beverages will be in abundance <laughs> yes <laughs> alright final thoughts y'all none alrighty well remember this don't nobody got us like we got us ba Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.